All right, y'all, so I saw this video came across my YouTube recommended page from a YouTuber named Joel TV. Um, the title of the video is I died and went to hell. This is what I saw, a testimony, right? And in the thumbnail of the video, it says that he used to be like a famous YouTuber or he still is a famous YouTuber. He's got like a million subscribers on this channel and, and like another million on another channel as well. Um, I wasn't familiar with who he was. I did a little bit of research. I'm just just out of curiosity, right? Um, there's been a lot of stuff swirling around. If you know about him, then you know about his story. You know about his his wife and um, his family and infidelity and cheating and all this type of stuff. Just a whole bunch of stuff. But really, the reason why I wanted to watch this testimony is because, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it takes us hitting rock bottom in order for us to finally realize that God is the only solution to our problems and that God is the only thing that can truly meet our needs. It's not money. It's not cars. It's not women. God is the only thing that can truly meet our needs. And for some of us, myself included, the only way that we can come to that realization is by hitting rock bottom. And I pray that my children don't have to go through that. I pray that because I have a very, I don't have a similar testimony, but I hit rock bottom and that opened my eyes to the fact that Jesus was there with me all along and that Jesus loved me all along. And I don't want to have my kids have to go through that and have to hit rock bottom to understand that. And that's why it's so important for me right now to make sure that they understand that Jesus loves them so much and that he is the solution and the answer to all of their problems and he can meet and surpass all of their needs. But a lot of us are just hard-headed and we don't understand that, right? So I could imagine there's probably gonna be some judgment in the comments just based on his story, based on his testimony, based on the drama and the cheating and all this type of stuff. But I just want to listen to the testimony. I want to watch it. I want to see what God has been doing and stirring up in his spirit. Um, because I really do feel like God can redeem anybody. God can redeem anybody. And I think as Christians, we have to be a church that allows broken people to heal their brokenness and not just expect them to show up and be perfect. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into this testimony. I died, went to hell. This is what I saw. Let's get into it. All right, John. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit drained today. I'm very much a little bit drained, but... Um, I got woken up at 3 a.m. And God told me that it's time to tell my story of when I went to hell. Uh, it's kind of weird. I got to get used to shooting in my car, man. I've been in my car really just talking to God. But all right, that's how I'm going to do it. All right, uh, I don't really like talking about this. This is a touchy subject. This is no games. Oh, uh, shoot. Uh, crap. 
I get like fidgety talking about this because I used to watch videos all the time on YouTube about supernatural encounters. I prayed for supernatural encounters, but I never prayed to get taken to hell. I always wanted to get taken to heaven or see an angel or see Jesus. You know, um, I never wanted to see an out-of-body experience, the one I seen. It was crazy. I'm going to try to manipulate later on in this video. I'm going to try to find a sound similar to um, what I heard because... What I heard was something I never even heard on earth, but I'm going to try to put it in this video to show y'all just 1% of how scary the music is and how scary the big bowling noise is. And it's not going to do justice, but I just want y'all to visually hear what I heard. I give my life to Lord. I get delivered. The next day I go to jail. Mm. I get delivered. The next day I go to jail. 24, I think 21 or 24 demons came out of me. I got a video. I'm going to put a clip in. Who's that? No, who's speaking? Lucifer. No, you're not. Who's that? Are you? Is that Lucifer? Yes. Is that San Juan reporting over God? Yes. That's good to know. I am the top dog. Are you? Yes. You're actually, when I, I'm not going to even go there. You've been pretty weak. You just gather others underneath you. You don't have a whole lot of power yourself. Okay. Look at me. Before Jehovah God. Say, before Jehovah God. Before Jehovah God. That mocking spirit is gone. The mocking spirit is gone. Is that true? <laughs> I'm not asking. Lucifer, come back. I'm not talking about Jezebel. I'm talking about the mocking spirit. Um, Y'all already know this. This is all my testimony. I got delivered three times. I still didn't know what was wrong with me. You know, so that right there destroyed Lauren because Lauren like, yo, he's doing this on his own. He not demonically oppressed. He's using this to make, you know, like it was so much. Y'all don't know. I don't want to say too much. It was just so much going on. And y'all just looking at me like I got life. Everything's perfect. I'm a YouTuber. You know, he's stupid. He got a beautiful wife, three kids. You know what I'm saying? But y'all not knowing what's going on inside of me. And a lot of YouTubers probably going through this. I don't know, but I'm going to speak for my testimony. So. You know, I'm giving my life to Christ and, you know, my life is really dramatically changed. I feel weird every, every day. It's so weird. I feel weird. I get um, um, Austin, you know, shout out to Austin. He baptized me. Uh, I feel good. My body's shaking, you know, and I'm going to church. I'm trying. I'm trying. But I still have some in me. So let's fast forward again. So now we sped up. This is the part where I'm about to tell y'all about the um about the hell. So all right, so this is me and Lauren. We're split up. And uh, you know, financially we lost everything. You know, we lost everything and it was rough. So I'm praying to God, y'all. I'm a Christian now, mind you. I'm fully blown. Y'all seen us one last time when I had the mask on, right? Y'all seen that video. Lauren took the videos down. But y'all seen the video where uh if y'all this is y'all subscribers, if y'all completely knew um basically i'm explaining the whole situation because i was if you knew i was a famous youtuber and i'm just explaining the situation to lead up to the hell situation so basically um we thought god restored us you know i thought god restored my marriage and i got so mad at god and i'm praying i'm like how can you restore my marriage i don't have no finances you took everything from me um i did so much damage to my wife like what is going on you know so me not knowing that I'm still feeling lonely and I haven't really been delivered or godly sorrow, me and my wife get into it and I leave, do what I've 
always do. And I noticed it was the same thing I always do. When an argument started or when I felt lonely and rejected or whatever, I would go back to this girl. So, um, and I would go to this girl being mad at God, being rebellious. So I went back to this girl. Mind you, I haven't did no edibles. I haven't did no drugs, you know, because I remember I'm a Christian. I already knew that if I did drugs, it's going to bring the demons back seven times worse, right? You know, when you go back into the stuff you're doing. So I get this hotel and I'm using the girl because I just want to feel... I need that pain to go away. You know, I'm mad at God, my finances, my life. I feel like my life is ruined. You know, I had this platform. I keep going back and forth. My subs don't like me. It's so much going through my head, y'all. Like, I just feel like one big failure. Like, yo, what is wrong with me? That's what I feel like. I feel like what is wrong with me? I had the perfect wife, kids. You know, I had all this. And I just feel like I ruined it. You know, and I don't know why I ruined it. I really didn't. I just thought I had a lust problem. And I was like, am I stupid? Or that's how I'm feeling, right? So... Um, um, so I knew about not committing suicide cause I was a Christian, but this particular day, um, the girl that I was with didn't even want to do edibles cause we used to do drugs together when we was, you know, when I wasn't with my wife, I was with this girl and she, we had a bad encounter together. We had a terrible encounter and she said she was done. She actually was trying to get her life right, you know? And, but, um, she like, yo, don't take these drugs. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. In my head, I'm mad at God. I'm like, yo, I'm done with this Christian walk. I don't want to even deal with this no more. It's all this is, is bored. Like, God, I want you to be broke. He don't, he like, all this is just, it just don't make sense. I'm, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm, that's what I'm saying to God. I'm saying it in my head. I'm praying to God to show me signs. He didn't show me a sign. He quiet. And I'm demanding God, like, God, if you don't show me this, I'm not, I don't care about my wife. I'm doing my own thing. I'm, if I die, I die. That's how I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking like that, yo, which is crazy, right? So it's 2 p.m. Oh, boy. I'm able to smile now because I got joy, but trust me, it's, it's about to get worse. So I go to the place, you know, it's 2 p.m. afternoon, and she, I'm trying to convince her to do it. She don't want to do it at all. It's just me. And um, I go to this place. There's a Mexican lady in there. And I feel a presence because, mind you, I'm still a Christian. I know about the spiritual realm, but I feel the presence of, like, it being so dark and demonic in this edible place. And I'm looking at her. The lady looking at me weird. And I'm looking at her like, I know I'm supposed to be in here. And I'm just stuttering my way. I'm like, uh, give me the lightest ones I got. She gave me four Rice Krispie treats. The four Rice, the four Rice Krispie treats, they 25 milligrams. I used to take 1,000 milligrams to be high. So these are the lightest edibles I ever took ever doing edibles. Mind you, when I was doing drugs to, you know, get my mind off God and all the other stuff I was doing, right? So I took him, I asked the girl, you sure you don't want to do it? She's sitting right here. Not in this car exactly, but she's like, no, I'm good. All right. <clears throat> so I take the edibles. They don't kick in, you know, they don't kick in for about two hours. Instantly when they kick in, I go to sleep. So this is the part where I see hell. When I go to sleep, I left my body. When I left my body, boy, let's just say I had a heart attack and I died. I was able to see out my body. I was right here watching me die, but I was able to be inside my body, if that makes sense. I was able to see out how I'm looking at y'all right now, but I was able to see, all right, y'all is me watching me die <clears throat> like that. That's what I see myself doing. I'm dying, but in the midst of me dying, I'm watching me die. That makes sense. I'm watching me die, but I'm yelling out to the girl like, yo, help me call the cops, call the ambulance. And she's not responding. She's just doing her thing, right? And I'm watching me die, bro. 
I'm watching me die. Like, and it was the most painful feeling I ever felt having a heart attack. I couldn't breathe. It was like a sharp knife getting stabbed through my body. And I had all the thoughts of, oh my God, I'm dying of my sin. And then at the time I'm thinking of me dying of my sin, I'm thinking like, I'm not calling on the name of Jesus. I'm having these thoughts, but I'm not calling on it. It, it happened like in the blink of an eye. It's nowhere you can think like, oh, if I die, I could just say, God, forgive me. No, I couldn't do that. It was like, this is it. You died in your sin. You knew about Jesus. God gave you one last chance. He sent prophets your way. He sent your wife your way. Everything your way to tell you to stop doing what you was doing. And you did this out of rebellion, right? Mm. So I'm thinking of that and I'm watching myself die. I'm holding my chest. Next thing you know, I don't know how much time it was. Now I'm not watching myself no more. Now I'm that person that was watching me die. I'm just him. I'm looking out that vision. I'm looking in a room. We was in a hotel room. The TV was on. I say this to the people I did tell because I didn't tell too many people about my health testimony because I don't like talking about it. So the first thing I noticed, you only get like a couple seconds to realize that you're dead. And once you realize that, you're going to where you got to go. So I look at the TV and I'm like, this is the most terrible acting. I see exactly how I said it. I'm like, why is the acting so terrible? You had such knowledge you have the most 360 view of every single thing you is so smart but i'm realizing that acting is terrible and it's deceiving the people that's watching i literally noticed that i didn't look at the girl i instantly heard the biggest earthquakest noise of my life it was the biggest boom noise i ever heard it felt like my ears was about to bleed and I got so scared and I heard like a demonic laugh and it was all at once mixed in. Boom! <laughs> and the demon that was laughing at me had like five voices like a legion. It was it was the most demonic laugh. It was like Call of Duty zombies on Black Ops 2 amplified with a deep voice and they're laughing as the boom noise is going on and you realizing you're there. And I'm freaking out, frenicky. Mind you, it's the most demonic instrumental playing alone with the boom noise. And the boom noise is going like a thread. Boom. Boom. Like that. That's what it's doing. I'm going to try to put an instrumental or whatever. And... And as I'm going down, I'm having these intrusive thoughts because you don't talk. And I'm talking, but as I'm talking, your voice is literally making noise, like voices, like, where am I going? And you instantly get a feedback. You're never getting out of here. And the demon would say that to me. You're never getting out of here. You're never going nowhere. You're a failure. You're hearing everything at once. But also you're seeing the realm as you're going down you're seeing everything everything going on at once is freaking you out and i'm like yo you got so much knowledge but you're not worried about the knowledge you're worried about oh my god i'm stuck here for eternity and as i'm going down i'm hearing this demon to keep laughing at me i'm sitting around i'm in my head oh my god i'm never getting out of here i got oh my god 
And this wasn't a dream. This wasn't a bit. This felt real. I had scary dreams before. And I'm and as I'm going down, I'm still hearing that dramatic noise. That instrumental. I can't even say it out my mouth, but I could do that. Boom! A thunder. Boom! Like out of the it's out of this realm. But it's blended together. But I can hear it clearly the dude that's laughing at me. And I go to this 360 room, it's pure dark, but I'm able to see. It's one big bean right here, and his face is cut off, but I can see the chest and the body. And I'm, I can't move, and I'm just hearing that demonic music, and I'm hearing that dreadful noise. And now I'm at the point where I'm freaking out, because the demon is tormenting me now, like he's talking to me. You're never getting out of here. And I'm like, why didn't I listen? He laughing, like laugh, it's so much going on. And I just got to screaming, God, God. This is this is the crazy part. God didn't have no power down here. Get me out of here, God! I'm uh, I'm screaming. Knowingly, I can't get out. It felt like I was down there for eternity. I can't even tell you the time I was down there, but I'm screaming. But I I thought of one thing: Jesus, Jesus. I said Jesus. Boom! Instantly in my body. But that's the crazy part, right? So I'm instantly in my body, right? Same thing happened again. Now I feel like I don't know. If, I, at this point, I don't know if it's God messing with me to teach me a lesson, or I don't know if my soul is getting fought. Like I don't know if the prayer somebody prayed for me. I don't know from this part. But I got dragged out of my body five times. But every time I said Jesus, I got sucked back in my body. But it felt like the demons was pulling me back and laughing. And every time I came back, it got even louder and got even worse. And the lives got even louder. So I, Jesus, help me! I'm so sorry. Go back in my body. <laughs> And now, when I let me tell you this, when I did get sucked in my body, it was as look, I was in a natural world, and I was talking to the girl, and it was like, okay, I'm good. No, boom, I'm sucked back. Oh my god, and it was the worst because now that was my hell experience. I didn't see the flames, I seen the outer darkness, and I called on the name of Jesus five times, five to six times, came back in my body, got sorted back, and everything got amplified. The voices, me talking to the people, that got amplified. You're never getting out of here. The demon talking to me, and I'm like, oh my God. That got amplified five times, but I called on Jesus, and Jesus was the only name to get me out of hell. Literally. So, okay, I came back in my body for one last time when I called on Jesus, and this was it. But now, it's another day. It's another totally different day. I went to sleep at like four o'clock and I didn't wake up off 100 milligrams of edibles to 7.30 a.m. the next day. And the girl sleep and I wake up and I'm freaking out. The girl thought I was schizophrenic. And she like, what are you talking about? I said, I went to hell, I gotta go. I can't be with you, I'm sorry. You, she tired of what I was doing because I was going back and forth to her and to my wife back and forth and she tired of me she thinking I'm like yo I'm never messing with this dude either he kind of out of it like something wrong with him now and I'm like yo I'm not crazy I just seen hell I told you not to take those L no I just got took into hell I gotta take you home I can't go back to my wife because me and her broken up at this point like we're done I'm like you know what I'm going to Detroit that's where I'm at right now I'm in Detroit I had a pack of clothes there. I left all the clothes there. I'm missing some parts out. So this is the part where she started calling me schizophrenic and I'm tripping. You doing this thing again because you want to use me and go back to your wife. So you made up this story. And I'm like, I didn't make this story up to try to go back to my wife. I didn't. I really seen hell. 
So that's what the girl is saying. And then now I'm explaining to her what I seen. And I'm telling her what she did. And she's starting to believe me. Like, wait, how did you tell me what you seen? Because I seen hell and I seen you in the spirit room. And she told me I was asleep from either 3 o'clock or 4. I don't know when I went to sleep. But it, like I said, I took the edibles at 2.30 and I had to go to sleep instantly. I remember I went to sleep instantly. We went for a ride and I came back and I went to sleep. So she said I was asleep about 8 hours. I never did that off edibles. I take a little nap. But I never, midday, wake up the next day. I wake up at night when the edible were off. But I was asleep. She said I was asleep the whole time. Didn't move, didn't do nothing. Just sleep. So for, she started to believe me because for me to tell her exactly what she was doing, she was like, okay. Uh, she started to packing her stuff up, take me home. She like, you know, she calling me names and stuff, but I'm not even worrying. I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm giving my life to the Lord. This is it. I'm I had it. I'm sorry, God. You got it. I'm thinking I'm about to get sucked back. I'm like, yo, they 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 playing with me. These demons, God, somebody playing with me. I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, this wasn't supposed to happen to me. I'm a big YouTuber. Man, nobody's gonna believe me. This stuff happened to people like Chinese or the regular people. You know, I'm a Christian, but this wouldn't happen to me. I would never see hell. This wouldn't happen to me. I'm a millions of followers, 300k. Nobody's gonna believe me. They're gonna think I fell off, and you know, they don't know I gave the stuff up. They think, oh, Joel just crazy. He's trying to use this Jesus thing to to run to because he's having mental issues, or he don't want to be a YouTuber, or he's a cheater, like. I'm thinking of this. I'm like, I gotta let the people know. I'm drained. I drop her off. And mind you, God revealed to me this girl wasn't for me. Cause at one point I used to think like maybe she's for me and I just don't supposed to be with my with Lauren, my wife. Maybe I, I don't know. I always had thoughts. Like maybe I chose up. I just got kids. God revealing to me like she's not the one because she wasn't even comforting me to tell me. She didn't quote Bible scripture. She ain't comforting me. She ain't do nothing. I'm telling her I just seen hell. I'm freaking out. I'm driving like this. I don't, I think she said some stuff, y'all, but hear me out. I don't know what she was saying to me because I, I was so out of it. I was numb. And I'm just like, I don't want to get a confrontation with her. You know, last time I dropped this girl off, I was in jail. She, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want the devil to find out that I didn't, I didn't want to do anything stupid to where I get called to jail. And, you know, last time I got delivered, I went to jail for one month. I'm like, no. I don't want to do nothing stupid. Let me drop this girl off. If she cuts me out, I'm going to just sit there and take it. Because last thing I want to do is get woken up from hell for real. And I get into argument. Now I got to deal with the police and spiritual warfare. And I was like, yo, this stuff is real. I got to get my life in order. I got to, I got to, this is it. And I was almost kind of happy in a way, but I was scared. I couldn't be around loud music. I drop her off. Boom, you know. She's looking at me and I'm just like, she don't even know what just happened to me, yo. You know, I've been dealing with so much. People told me, y'all, for the new subscribers, I mean, for the new people watching this video, people were saying witchcraft was on me. Like, my life in the last four years, four years, no, I say two years. My life in the last two years, I had a lot of money, but my life has been so much hell. And I've been told by prophet, somebody did witchcraft on me. 2021 i heard the lord says to me i saw a particular woman who traveled to all the way to jamaica mm. understand i don't know if you've been there before but there's a woman who used to be a part of your circle and doing all this video she traveled to jamaica because in the realm of the spirit i saw that this woman had a desire to be with you but because you wouldn't leave your wife she went to jamaica with your belongings 
and went and did some witchcraft and suddenly your body starts to feel weak. Your, your body starts to feel dizzy. At times you don't feel like doing nothing. You just want to be in bed all day. Are you, are you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And the Lord said, because that woman went and did witchcraft in Jamaica. And the Lord said, since that day, everything has been going left and right, left and right. And they didn't tell me the name of the girl, but I assumed because it was only one girl that had my clothes. And I'm thinking it was one girl that did the witchcraft for me was that girl that I was with because I was always with her, right? So it's so much going through my head, speeding back up to where I'm out and I'm driving. I'm just like, yo, I'm glad this happened because I know I'm about to get right with Jesus. I'm just glad it's finally over because I used to pray to God like, God, I need help. Help me. Help me. I prayed to God. I prayed. And I knew I had a problem. I'm like, yo, this ain't this ain't normal. I wonder if other people going through this and they suppressing it. You know, and I'm just like, man, the money ain't good. I want my family back. I, I want to be right. You know, I want to be right. You know, so I'm kind of happy I seen hell because, you know, I had talks with my wife and she used to, it's funny because she was the one that said she wanted to see hell for she can get right with Jesus. And I'm like, I don't want to see hell. I'd rather just see a spirit and be like, all right, this stuff real. Let's really get on fire for Jesus. I was the one that seen hell. And I'm like, yo, I heard the demonic beings. I seen the demonic being in the middle with me spinning around. I had a 360 view I could see everywhere. But man, this just goes to show you, get right with God, y'all. Get right with Jesus Christ. Get right. Because God, and this goes to show you, God will go as far to take you as deep as you got to go so that way your soul can be saved. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have problems I'm dealing with, but the fear of the Lord, I'm literally not suppress, suppressing the truth. I'm not running to alcohol or drugs no more. Absolutely no more. You can die. I used to tell myself, oh, edibles, you can't die off this. I'm especially 100 milligrams. No, you can die. You can die. You can die off alcohol. You can die in any situation. Don't take advantage of God. Mm. Give your life to Jesus. No matter how famous you is, no matter what platform you got, no matter how much money you had, you can die. And let me tell you, even though I'm going to try my best to edit it and I'm going to spike the music up loud and put the laughs in there, that is not going to be what I experienced. The laughs and none of that is going to be what I experienced. Not even by a hundred million times. Because you've been there and feeling neglected from God because you knew you had chances at the chances. You're thinking of everything bad. I can't explain it, y'all. I can't explain it. It's just bad it's outer darkness and i didn't see where people getting tortured i didn't see that part i just seen outer darkness and this figure laughing at me and i'm spinning around in 360 and i could see everything and it was just torturous music blasted laughing noise i wouldn't wish this on nobody you know and from there that's why y'all been seeing me on this channel really converted to Jesus because I used to always have a hard time. What am I going to do for content? I love Jesus, but I don't want to commit. I don't know what I want to do. I told myself, I don't care about the views. I don't care about the backlash. I'm out here trying to get it right, not just for me, for my family, for my close friends. I don't care about the mockery. I don't care about the platform. You know, I don't care about the struggle. I told myself this time, I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to serve God with my whole heart. I'm going to go through the storm. You know, y'all, go through that storm. Seek Jesus, bro, because you don't know when you're going to die. You 
don't know when you're going to die, man. And I'm praying for my loved ones that don't know Christ because what I've been through in the last two years was definitely worth every moment to save my soul, to know that it's a heaven and there's a hell. I regret it, yes, but I don't regret it because I'm here to send this video to the people that need to see it. I was famous for couples channels, 1.3 million. Everything the devil has used to destroy my life, God has used to save one of y'all lives. He sent this message and to save my life. This is not a game. And I told God, I'd rather, you know, I, I'm not with Lauren right now, you know, I, but I'd rather sacrifice my life and my happiness to save other people, to send out a message. It sucks, but at the end of the day, hell is real. People partying and going drinking. I, I, I didn't live that life. I didn't like partying. I was an athlete. And you in the midst of money and you feeling it. No, get right with God. That's useless. I seen the realms of realms. I seen me going down. This realm was so small. It was like a vapor. It was like a vapor. It was meaningless. We was like cartoons. Mm. Everything was slow motion, but I was going down fast. It was like a vapor, like a bleep. And it was like, whoa, this life felt way more realer than this life on earth. And it was like, what we do on this earth really matters because you don't want to spend eternity somewhere where you don't belong mm. and people to this day i get comments like joel why did you give up all that and you changed so much i'm proud of you and like bro i don't still know i'm still new but i don't know what god have for my life but i'm here to tell you guys get right with jesus get right with god get the holy spirit i'm learning the bible and um, I didn't even want to drop this video yet. You know, I've been struggling with a lot of stuff. My life has been like different, you know, it's been different. I have peace because I do, you know, I have the Holy Spirit in me. I have real peace. But when I struggle now, I know I can go to Jesus. And that's where the peace comes from in the midst of like the financials and all the stuff that I'm struggling with, especially, you know, I have seven years of me doing YouTube, being a poor kid, then coming back down to where I'm at, that's a struggle, you know, and I can humbly tell y'all this. Yeah, I don't have the money and the, the thousands no more. Oh my goodness gracious. 2022 spending. Is this a business account or a personal account? You spent $1.1 million in 2022, $383,000 on bills and utilities. You spent $1.1 million, assuming that's personal. Number one, I hope you paid your taxes. Number two, that's a lot of money to spend on a personal level. On a business level, I could understand it. That's still a lot of money. So we're talking about someone who has really tasted pretty much the best that this earth has to offer. Most people want to be millionaires. Most people want to have a, a career where it's free, it's creative, you can do what you want, you can make as much money as you want, you know, have a beautiful family, have the cars, have people know your name, have people notice you when you walk outside. Most people, most people, 
I think if you're smart, the smart thing would be like, hey, you know, glorify God, number one. You know, get your money, be successful, but stay low key. That would be the smart thing. But regardless, there's a lot of people that want to be famous and want to be known. And he experienced that. And now you hear him saying, you know, he's at a rock bottom point in all phases of his life, family, finances, you know, his mental health took a hit, like everything, all phases of his life. But the one thing that he's able to hold on to is Jesus Christ. And the one thing that he's able to hold on to is the testimony of what he saw on that day. And whether you want to say, oh, it was the edibles, you know, he was just high out of his mind. He was just tweaking and he saw this, that, and the third. Whatever you want to say, I look at it from the standpoint of what type of impact did that scenario, did that situation, did that moment have on the person? Did that situation draw that individual closer to God or did that situation draw them further away from God? And it seems like in this situation, it drew him closer to God. And it sounds like he made a lot of mistakes. It sounds like he was having a, a good time. And it's like when you don't know God and you're getting all of this money, it's easy to fall into all of the pleasures of this world. It's easy without the money. But when you have all the money and everything, it's, it's, it's like you almost feel entitled to it. Like you almost feel entitled like, yeah, I should be doing this. I should be able to get whatever girl I want. I should be able to buy whatever I want, have whatever car I want. I should be getting this. And that's a prideful spirit. And also, you know, when you're doing drugs, a lot of people want to say that, you know, weed is harmless and it's just a plant, this, that, and the third. But what you don't understand is that it's literally altering your brain chemistry. It's altering your ability to perceive reality. So now you're viewing the world through this altered, through this altered lens and you're making decisions from a completely distorted state of mind. And that's why it's so dangerous that, you know, when we're hurt and when we feel pain, when we feel lonely, it's so dangerous to, to run to drugs or to run to, you know, watching things on the Internet that we shouldn't be looking at. It's so dangerous to, to run to alcohol because we're literally altering our brain chemistry. And now our decision making is completely out of whack. And like I said in, in the beginning of this video. Sometimes the, sometimes the only thing that can pull us out of that is to have a rock bottom situation. And it's a blessing and a curse. It's a curse because it sucks. Like this dude, he, it sounds like he literally lost. He, it sounds like he literally lost so much. And not only that, but his family as well. You think about the brokenness that he put his family through, his wife, his children, they're affected by it. His extended family is probably affected by it. The entire family is probably affected by it. 
but it's a blessing because he was able to really find the proper perspective that God is the solution to everything. You don't need to run to the tree. You can run to God. You don't need to run to the liquor. You can run to God. You don't need to run to another woman outside of your marriage. You can give those feelings and th those emotions to God. And it sucks that it had to come to this where there's so much brokenness and so much destruction. But also you could look at it from the standpoint of, you know, We're temporary residents here on earth. The goal is to get to heaven and take as many people as we can with us. The goal is to love one another and to serve one another. And, you know, I pray that I, I, I don't even know the dynamic of their situation. It sounds like a pretty horrible situation, it's especially when you when you betray the trust of a woman, especially your wife. It's going to take a miracle to restore that trust. Especially in the fashion that you did it. And how public it was. And humiliating it was. It's going to take a miracle to restore that. But thankfully, God is in the miracle business. And it's nothing that he can't handle. But he said something really interesting he said in the beginning of the testimony, he had said that um, he had said that he thought God restored his marriage, but he was still having these financial problems and he was still having relationship problems with his wife, but he thought God restored his marriage and that caused him to have, you know, some confusion and, and some anger towards God. And that is what ultimately led him to, you know, step out on his wife again. But I think something we have to understand is like God can restore any situation, but sometimes it might not feel or look like we thought it was going to look like. It's still going to take work on our part. We're still going to have to walk day by day with faith and do the hard things and have the hard conversations and deny ourselves every single day. There's still going to be amount of uh, there's going to still going to be an amount of work that we have to put in to fix the things that we broke in the first place. Yes, we can give it to God to restore it and he can and he will restore it. But there's still a responsibility on us to do the things that we can do in our in our own power, in our own strength. And whatever is, you know, too much for us, then we give it to God. I think oftentimes. We don't max out our own potential. We don't max out our own energy, our own strength. We just say, okay, God's going to take care of it. And we just kind of sit back. Or we don't go as hard as we can to really ensure that we make this thing work. And I'm not going to allow my marriage and my family to fall apart. Even if it sucks in the moment, even if we're still struggling financially, even if there's still trust issues, even if there's still this disconnect, I'm not going to allow it to break. And I'm trusting that God is going to work it out in his timing. But in the meantime, I'm going to do the hard things right now. I'm going to have those tough conversations. 
I'm going to try to be the best husband that I can be. I'm going to try to be the best servant to my wife that I can be. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Let's continue, though. 1.1 million is a lot of money. Can I get it back? Yes. Do I want it back? Yes. But do I want to do it that way and go through all that depression and get it? No, I don't. I don't want to do the things I did no more. And I don't want to sell my soul. You know, and there's a lot of people I know that's YouTubers going to watch this. I'm not forcing this on you. Your time will come when you have a moment with Jesus. My time is now. But this is going to help you. You can't suppress the truth. I was suppressing the truth for four years of doing YouTube because Jesus was calling me. Everybody got a different calling time. But you don't want to miss out on that mercy and die and go to hell. Just know that. Two years has been the most terriblest time of my life now, living on this earth. Four years in general. I've been doing YouTube for seven years. Four years was Jesus calling me and I denied him because I wanted the Lambos. I wanted to prove to people and I wanted to do this. I wanted to make a name. People said I was a failure, so I had to prove it. I'm Joel TV. I'm you Joel know what's crazy? I never really knew who he was until um, just today. But I remember I, I came across his channel and it was just like all gold digger pranks. And I was like, are people still doing gold digger pranks? Y'all remember when like the dudes would have like the super nice car, but then they wouldn't tell anybody that they had a nice car. Then like an attractive girl would walk by and the dude would try to, you know, get with the attractive girl or try to, you know, you know, try to holler at her. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> try to holler at her. That was so nerdy. But you know what I'm saying? But and then the girl would basically reject the guy every single time. It's like they're like staged. And then the guy would walk away, get in his like Lamborghini, and then the girl would be like, oh, my goodness, is that your car? And then he would be like, yeah, that's me. And then, you know, they would hop in the car and drive away. And I, I saw his channel. It just popped up on my recommended. I think this was before he uh, deleted all his videos. And I was like, bro, people still watch that type of stuff. So it's so interesting. It's so interesting that now he his testimony re-popped up on my on my recommended. That's really interesting. TV. No, bro, that means nothing. I'd rather not have no platform and save one soul. Not me save one soul, reach one soul. The Holy Spirit used me and feel way better than any accomplishment of dunking, playing basketball, trophies, anything. <clears throat> it's better than the platform. <clears throat> so I'm out. If this touched you. It actually did touch me. It did touch me for real. And look, man, I appreciate you for your vulnerability. I, I appreciate, I know it's tough to share these things, especially this type of information where it's so prone to people not believing you and it's so prone to people thinking that you're sharing it for all the wrong reasons. Um, and, you know, I pray that you continue down this path. I pray that you continue down this path. I pray that you use this moment of this season of your life and you draw even closer to God 
and remember that all those things that you accumulated, all the money, the fame, the clout, all that type of stuff, remember how empty it felt and remember how fulfilling Jesus is. Because that temptation is going to come back around again to, hey, you know, we can get this fast money. We can do this like because I'm sure you probably know what to do in order to, you know, find some success on YouTube. That temptation is going to come around to, you know, want to do the same things all over again. But remember how you felt when you achieved all that you achieved. And like I said, I pray for a miracle for you. Um. Because the devil wants nothing more than to tear apart families into, you know, establish or continue generational curses. The devil wants nothing more than that. You know, I pray that a miracle could happen. I don't know what the situation is. It sounds like a really messy, crazy situation, but, you know, nothing is too big for God, you know? Yeah, man, let me know what y'all think about this testimony, about this video. I'll link it down below um, in the description if y'all want to check out some of his other stuff. I'm out, y'all.